Welcome to the United Cast, it's Entertainment Talks podcast for Man United, I'm your host Matthew and uh, today I'm not here to do a review for the game, of course I did review the very disappointing result of the weekend against Aston Villa which was the return episode of the United Cast, there was lots of other things discussed on there as well but um, one thing I mentioned on that particular episode that I said I was going to do a solo episode about was uh, Man United wages, Man United wage uh, structure and... How bad it is. Now, um, you can actually... I just simply Googled uh, Googled Man United wages. And uh, it came up with a website from um, SpotTrack. Um, which is interesting. Uh, if, you, if you search for Man United wages on Google, it's like the first one that comes up. Um, I wanted to see how accurate these kind of were. Because I did, I, I did know some of the Man United wages already. Such as like Phil Jones and uh, like One Matter and a few other players. Um, but some of these I didn't know. And I'm, I'm even more surprised at how much we're paying some of our players than what I thought I was going to be. Um, but there we go. Uh, anyways, let's just, I, let's just jump straight into this thing. Um, we do have a couple of players listed here for loans. So we've got Brandon Williams... Axel Twanzebi, Andreas Pereira, uh, Palestri, and then Mengi, who recently went on loan, I think, to Birmingham. Their wages, uh, they are listed, but it says base salary. I I know that sometimes with loan players, you play a portion of their wage, which I don't think you you should have to do, uh, because then they're not playing for your team. Uh, But anyway, those are the players that are loaned out. The only player on this list... On the main list here that hasn't got a wage listed is uh, Tom Heaton. It's just got a blank thing next to his wages. So uh, we'll have to uh, miss him for now. Um, instead of going from the highest paid. What I'm going to do is I'm going to I'm going to do a build up with this. I'm going to go from the lowest paid players. Now this is from the main um, uh, main first team. So this doesn't include like the, the some of the youth players from like the youth academy. Not, none of those names are listed in here. Uh, so that's that sort of thing. Uh, I'm going to go from the lowest paid players to the highest paid players. So you can just see how things rise up as we go through the episode. Uh, start off at the bottom here. It's got uh, two players on the same wages. Tahith Chong and Scott McTominay. Um, I thought Chong was on loan. So apparently he isn't. I, I, I don't know what the situation is with that then. I thought he was on loan at a German team. Unless that was last season. But he's listed in the main team here. Instead of the instead of the loan uh, listed players, but Scott McTominay's next to him. They're both on twenty thousand a week, twenty grand a week. Um, it's not. I mean, there's still a lot of money for a human being to earn. You know, twenty grand a week. Uh, you you could obviously very very easily survive on that. Um, maybe that's why McTominay gets picked all the time because he earns whatever the least or something. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, Scott McTominay on twenty thousand a week. That will very likely go up when he gets his contract renewed. I know we all want him to leave. I want him to be sold. I don't think he's good enough. That's just my opinion. Uh, Chong, I think, has got an interesting future. I'm not sure what to make of him right now. I haven't actually seen him play football for a long time because he hasn't played for the first team for a very long time. But they're both on 20,000 a week. So Scott McTominay and Tahith Chong. Diego Delo is or Dolot. Uh, Diego Delo is next. 25,000 a week. He's just kind of... I wouldn't say broken out into the first team. He was kind of a part of it for a long time. But he's been given more of a chance this season. Certainly did play against Aston Villa, didn't he? And a few other teams recently. He's been alright. You know, he's more of a attacking fullback. But anyway, he's on 25000 a week. Which, 
is relatively small, but we're going to get into some very big numbers here shortly. Uh, so that's uh, Diego Delo. Then jumping up from 25,000 a week to 75,000 a week is both Phil Jones and Jesse Lingard, um, who, let's be honest, need to move on. I think they're actually the same age, roughly. Uh, Phil Jones did come back against, I think it was Wolves, um, and had, had a very good game, actually. Uh, he did do that header at the end, which kind of led to the goal, unfortunately. But uh, he had a very, very good game up to that point. But, you know, he hasn't played for two years. He's been earning 75 grand a week for two years. Not for doing nothing. He's probably been training and doing... He's not just been sitting watching Netflix for two years, you know. Um, not that there's anything wrong with that. But you get what I mean. He's not been, you know, paid to just sit around and do nothing. Um, but uh, Phil Jones, yes, 75 grand a week. Uh... Yeah, these, these contracts, I tell ya. <laughs> and he's been working on his fitness, you know, he, he, he's sort of come back, but what his future remains to be seen is, we, we shall see. Uh, I believe he was on the bench against Aston Villa, um, but uh, I would have started him after that Wolves performance, I thought he was great. But Jesse Lingard uh, should have really moved to West Ham in the summer, he didn't of course, because um, what, what should have happened is we should have given... West Ham about 20 million and uh, swap him for, for Declan Rice I think um, yeah but that didn't happen unfortunately um, but yeah Jesse Lingard 75 grand a week and that's that Mason Greenwood uh, probably my favourite player in the team at the moment um, 75 grand a week as well um, I think that's actually a decent amount of money to be paying him it's still a lot of money for a human being granted but in terms of like high paid football wages this is certainly on the lower side of some of these here as we get higher up in this list so Mason Greenwood 75 grand a week out of all the players I've read so far he's earned that the most I would say out of those other players that I've just read so that's Mason Greenwood. Uh, Eric Bailey, just a little bit more money. Uh, 80 grand a week. Uh, my favourite defender at the club. I think the best defender at the club. He's off to the uh, African Cup of Nations, the AFCON, at the moment. Uh, hopefully he'll be back soon. I don't know how long that tournament has like got to go or whatever. I've not really kept track of it, to be honest. But um, uh, I wish them all you know, good, good luck and all that kind of thing. But um, yeah, he's off on there at the moment. Uh, but that's Eric Bailey on 80 grand a week. Then we start getting closer to the 100,000, not quite to the 100,000 mark here, but closer to it. Aaron Wan-Bissaka is next up um, uh, on 90 grand a week. Uh, so there's that, and he's had a fair bit of criticism this season, I think rightfully so. I don't think he's playing to his best. Um, you know, struggled to put crosses in the box, but 90 grand a week. Uh, it doesn't say how long is left of these players' contracts, but um, you've got to imagine there's at least, at least a few years for some of these. But yeah, 90 grand for Alex Tellers. That's already quite a lot of money, but we're, we're about to get so much higher here in a little bit. And then a bit of a weird amount of money. Uh, Alex Tellers, £93,077. Um, all of the others are like... 20, 20, 25, 75, 75, 75, 80, 90, and then 93. Not sure what that's about, but doesn't doesn't matter. Alex Tellers, who's kind of, um, you know, recent signing. What was he, last season, I think he joined us. Uh, in, in the summer, I believe, as sort of cover for Luke Shaw, because Brandon Williams wasn't really working out. 
Uh, Brandon Williams also arguably better as a right back, but he's currently on loan. Uh, Alex Tellez, 93 grand and 77 pounds um, for that. I'm keeping like, well, not that I'm going to get angry, but I'm keeping calm right now because I know these numbers are going to get a lot higher. So just uh, keep that in mind. Um, but yeah, he's been given a little bit more of a chance again under uh, Ralph Ragnick. Uh, was brought in by Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Was used a fair bit, but was really just used as cover for Luke Shaw in case Luke Shaw wasn't there. But sometimes you've got to give these players, these backup players, uh, a bit more of a chance. And uh, Alex Tellez has uh, gotten a bit more of that. I had some good link-up play with um, uh, Alanga on uh, on Saturday, which was good to see. Dean Anderson um, has tried and somewhat failed to break into the first team. Had a good portion of the end of last season where it was like, you know, who's going to be number one? Is it Dean Anderson or David De Gea? I think we realised this season David De Gea's won that fight at the moment. But we are paying Dean Henderson £100,000 a week. Yeah, hundred grand a week for Dean Henderson. Our goalkeeper wages specifically are very, very bad. I think in total, I read somewhere, I heard somewhere, it's like 600 and something thousand a week. 600 something grand a week. Um, a lot of that is... Occupied by David De Gea, but of course he's the number one goalkeeper, and you arguably are getting more more value, especially this season, out of De Gea than anybody else because not only is he playing basically every game, but um, he's also making loads of loads of saves this season. So anyway, yeah, Dean Anderson, hundred grand a week for uh, not breaking into the first team basically had a chance last season had a chance didn't really take it um but there we go next up donny van der beek um who was uh oh i tell you what they put this thing out on instagram about donny van der beek and i think they put it out on twitter 50 appearances for donny van der beek how many minutes though how many minutes because those when 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 uh people look at his career record when he retires when you know, obviously in several years' time. And you look at like, oh, how many appearances, goals, assists did he get? His Man United record is going to start looking really bad. Not because of him. But what's happening there is where he's being brought on for two minutes, five minutes, two minutes, ten minutes. You know, over and over and over again. That is building up his appearances. And he's... Because he started four Premier League games last season. I don't think he started any this season. Um... But so most of those appearances, I'm going to say probably about 40 of those appearances, are from two-minute substitute cameo appearances. Um, and obviously, when you're being brought on for the pitch for two minutes a game, and you're not getting any goals or assists because you don't have time to, your stats are going to start looking really, really bad. So anyway, um, but we are paying Donny Van Der Beek to do that. Of course, very, very talented player in my eyes needs to to be given a big, big opportunity. Hundred and twenty, hundred and twenty thousand pounds a week, hundred and twenty grand a week, to have somebody make two-minute cameo appearances, and he's been here for what a year and a half, roughly. I think he he joined in the same window as Tellers, didn't he? I think. Um. Yeah. Last last season. Yeah. Uh, so that's Donny Van Der Beek. Moving up. These are just going to get higher and higher. Hi there, and thanks very much for listening. Today I'm here to tell you about our two different affiliate links, the first of which is our Amazon affiliate link. That's where you can shop on Amazon. We can get a small cut of what you spend, but 
it won't cost you anything extra so whether you're get, getting a gift for somebody else or treating yourself or maybe both depending on the occasion we can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you extra you can find the link to our amazon affiliate link in your show notes the second affiliate link for today is our Kualu affiliate link if you want to get started with a website and a domain name of your choice you can simply sign up with Kualu using the link in the show notes they also have a live chat support system that's in the bottom right hand corner as well so if you need help with getting set up Kualu will be able to help you with that as well the links for both of these can be found in your show notes for Kualu and the Amazon affiliate link If you would like to get the ad-free versions of Entertainment Talks podcast and support us along the way, you can simply sign up over on our Patreon page. You can sign up either as a creator or as a patron. There's no difference there for the time being. And you can get your ad-free podcasts over there. It's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also support Entertainment Talk on Patreon at the $3 level tier. This gets you a chance to request a review from us of your favourite TV show or film. But it's one per month. So one TV show or film review per month. It's up to you which one you want to choose. We will watch a few episodes of the TV show that you choose. Or of course if it's a film we'll just watch that film and we will review that for you on that month and then when it gets to the next month you can request a new TV show or a film review of your choice that's $3 level tier that does also of course include your ad-free podcasts for the month as well thank you very much for listening and enjoy the rest of the show alright moving on to the next one uh, Nemanja Matic of course 33 years old his legs aren't quite quite what they used to be these next few players are actually on the same amount so you've got Donny van der Beek Nemanja Matic Victor Lindelof and Fred all are on £120,000 a week. Fred, who in my opinion has not been good enough. Lindelof, who's definitely not been good enough in my opinion. And Matic, who it's just time to move on. He's still got his ability, but he hasn't quite got the legs that he used to have. But yeah, Nemanja Matic, uh, Victor Lindelof, Fred and uh, Donny van der Beek. £120,000 each. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's not the worst of it. We're going to get into some, some other ones soon. Um, but yeah. There we go. Fred, Lindelof, Matic, Van der Beek. 120 grand a week each. Uh, Van der Beek barely gets used. Matic doesn't get used that often. Lindelof gets used all the time. So does Fred. I guess we're getting our money's worth out of Fred and Lindelof in terms of game time. But not in terms of performances. Um, but those are those players. Uh, moving up to the 150 grand range, Luke Shaw. Um, Buzz earned it a bit more. He's been better than most of those other players. He's been given more of a chance than Van Der Beek, of course, and is pretty much in in an entirely different situation to Matic. Has been used as regularly as Fred and Lindelof, because usually the team under Oli, the back. Five or six would be De Gea, Wambasaka, Lindelof, Maguire, Shaw, and then Fred McTominay, and then the other four are just sort of like you know Greenwood or Bruno or whoever, sort of Rashford, those kind of players. Um, yeah, so that's Luke Shaw on 150 grand. Um, again, a bit more value for money there. I would say he's been he's had a bit of a shaky start to this season. Um. 
but I would say is certainly more consistent than the likes of Lindelof and Fred and gets used more than Matic so there you go um right uh next up we've got the 160 grand mark 160,000 a week one matter yeah one matter 160 grand a week for one matter to not play football i think he's made one start this season and he made another substitute appearance which was about 4 minutes and we've played let's see six champions league games right to 20 league games six champions league games so 26 games because we played all of our group stage champions league games uh one carabao cup game and one fa cup game so 26 28 games so far this season if I've added that up correctly, because we weren't, we haven't played anything else, I don't think. Um, and in those twenty-eight games, he's made one appearance, so like one starting appearance. He's been on the bench a couple of times. He was on the bench at the weekend, but didn't get used. And a four-minute appearance. I can't remember who it was against, but I remember he came on. He was brought on, uh, subbed on against somebody for about four minutes. One hundred and sixty grand a week to do that. Wasn't really used that much last year. Was used a bit more last year, obviously. Uh, we haven't had all of this season yet. But that's one matter. 160 grand a week. Uh, then we move on to one of our arguably better players. So a little bit more value for money here. Bruno Fernandes, 180 grand a week. I would say that that's okay. It's still a high amount of money. But in terms of like top Premier League talent... And consistency, you know, his performances have been slightly questionable over the last, what, five to ten games. But he's still been, he scored two goals at the weekend. He's been scoring goals, been getting assists. He's just a bit reckless sometimes with his passing. 180 grand a week. Um, still a lot of money. And we're just, all these I've read out so far, you're just adding them, adding them, adding them, adding them up. Um, so there's Bruno Fernandes. Harry Maguire. Some of you are going to get very angry at this amount of money. Because <laughs> yes, Harry Maguire, the captain of the club. Um, it's got an odd number listed here again for uh, Harry Maguire. 189 grand and 904 pounds. Let's just say 190 grand. That's basically what it is. 190 grand a week for Harry Maguire. And he has been awful this season. Awful. Whether he's played next to Lindelof... Bailey, Varane, uh, I think that's everybody that he's played next to. Because when Jones came back, it was Varane. No, it was it was Lindelof, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, who partnered up with him against the Wolves. Hundred and ninety grand a week. I mean, you're certainly getting your money's worth there in terms of appearances, because <laughs> he's the captain, and essentially, if um. Essentially, you know, if he's not injured or suspended, he's playing. And there's even been a few times this season where... um, Even been a few times this season where he's had, like, slight injuries but still been played. So, you're getting your minutes worth out of him. Performance worth? No. No, not really. 190 grand a week. Now we're getting in we're getting into the last couple here. We're about to get into some very, very big money. Um one of these players earns over five hundred grand a week. 
Marcus Rashford, <clears throat> excuse me, Marcus Rashford uh, has been very poor this season. Does he still have an injury? Is he struggling to adapt to Ralph's system? Or is he just not playing well this season because he's just out of form? £200,000 a week. Uh, two hundred grand a week for Marcus Rashford. Uh, again, you're getting your minutes worth out of him. Because cause there's different ways to judge this, right? People like One Matter and Phil Jones who've barely played. And even Donny van der Beek who've barely played. Still on quite a lot of money. Obviously, Phil Jones is a particularly bad example there. Uh... Because obviously, you know, hasn't played for two years. Or not a bad example, sorry, bad um, in terms of value for money. Um, I mean, some of these players are getting a lot of minutes, but they're not performing. Like at the moment, Rashford and Maguire, um, people like Lindelof, Fred, McTominay. Uh, but you are getting ones that are performing better, so like Bruno Fernandez, those sorts of players. Uh, Marcus Rashford, two hundred thousand pounds a week. Um, granted, he's done some good things with that money. Obviously, you know, helping out with. Um, the uh, the kids and everything that the food stuff that he's doing I haven't heard that much about it recently I don't need to hear about it all the time though uh, we know that he's up to some uh, some good stuff yeah two hundred grand a week at least he's at least he's potentially making better worth out of his money you know better value out of his money because he's helping support with that stuff um, but there you go oh boy um, Anthony Martial is next up a player who at the weekend apparently said I don't want to be in the I don't want to be selected Ralph there was a quote that came out from Fabrizio Romano this has since been countered by Anthony Martial to say like I love this club and I wouldn't like disrespect it and if I was picked I would play so you got a um well not a he said not he said she said because obviously these are both men but you know what I mean in terms of like this person said this this person said this who's got what evidence who is telling the truth because there was a quote that came out from Fabrizio Romano about Ralph Ragnett uh, from Ralph Ragnett saying Martial was picked but he didn't want to be in the team and then a few hours later a quote came out from Martial on his social media to say I didn't disrespect the club and I didn't like refuse to, to play um, has been very very bad for the last year and a half maybe two and a half years roughly 250 grand a week Anthony Martial and look it's the 17th of January we're in the January transfer window but um, this is where I got into because this leads into the other problem this is probably a good time to mention this trying to get rid of some of these players some of these players that either aren't being used or aren't good enough or on just wages that are too high that shouldn't be at the club um Sevilla have expressed interest in signing Martial, maybe for a loan fee, maybe for uh, you know permanent purchase. Um, Sevilla would be looking at that, and unless they like are desperate to get Martial, which I don't know how much they want Martial, they'll they, there's a problem there in terms of Sevilla would look at that and think, oh. 250 grand a week because you're probably going to put that up to 280 if he's going to sign because he's he's not going to reduce his wages players very very rarely do that take wage cuts and the last one I remember doing that was um, if you all remember uh, Igalo who came from that Chinese team I don't remember the name um, he was on 300 grand a week 
for the Chinese team. Um, and then he got it cut down to, I think it was either 100 or 150 grand. He was actually pretty decent, wasn't he? And he wanted to play for the shirt and everything, which is what you want. But, um, yeah, Sevilla will be looking at his 250 grand and going, oh, you know, what? what's his commitment like? Is he good enough? We might, you might want him, but if you're gonna sign Anthony, if they're gonna sign Anthony Martial and be paying between two hundred and fifty to probably two hundred and eighty grand a week, because he's not gonna take a wage cut, um, and you're pro, it's probably gonna be a contract of three to five years, maybe, and you're locked in for that. So they might be looking at his attitude situation. Or the situation with Man United and how bad it's gotten with him. And now you might be thinking, if we pay this guy 250 grand a week, and he's maybe got some attitude problems, is his work rate good enough? Um, is he going to be just good enough for our team? And we lock him into a three-year contract worth 250 grand a week. Uh, yeah. Y- you might have some problems with that, you know. So, there you go. And, and any club would be thinking that um i mean like the newcastle want him because they want to go to newcastle is a different question but newcastle have got loads and loads of money see there are certain clubs out there i don't know how rich severe are but there are certain clubs out there like a man city or a newcastle or a psg that have got loads of money feels weird saying that about newcastle now but it's a, it's a situation teams like newcastle man city psg that won't necessarily care so much about their wages because they've just got so much money. Um, so yeah. Uh, anyways, move on to the last few that we got here. 250 grand staying on that. Edison Cavani. Um, you've arguably gotten a decent value out of that. He has been very, very good over the what one year that we've had him. Probably going to be leaving at the end of the season. Uh, hasn't quite worked this season. He scored a few goals here and there, but he's not quite performed up to the level that you'd want this season. I still think he's a great player, but, you know, it's not quite worked out this season. Um, uh, so that situation might rectify itself soon. You know, the 250 grand, he's probably going to be leaving in the summer. There were some rumours going around that he'd be leaving in January, but that's since been denied. And obviously he's still here. Um, he did play at the weekend as well. Um, but 250 grand, um, not the worst player in the squad to give that much money to. It's still a lot of money, but not the worst player in the squad to give that much money to. But um, again, that will soon be taken off the books because he's he probably is going to be leaving in the summer. Where he's going to go, we don't know. He might be heading back to his um, home country with his family and stuff. He, he has expressed that he wants to do that. So, um, you know, if that's what he wants to do and his contract runs out, then fair enough. Uh, oh boy, this has been a saga, isn't it? Um, next up, a player that has been really fantastic, but it just hasn't quite worked out. It's Paul Pogba. Um, I think Paul Pogba is a phenomenal footballer on his day. I think he's probably our best midfielder. Um, but it just hasn't quite worked out, has it? You've got the Mino Raiola situation with his agent, who's a bit of a bastard, basically. Sir Alex Ferguson himself said that once before. Uh, like don't I, I can't remember exactly what Alex Ferguson said, um, but he yeah no, nobody really likes Mino Raiola, uh, who's his agent. I think that's how you say his name. Me, me Mino Raiola, um, 
Yeah, who's disrespected the club on multiple occasions, disrespected his own player on multiple occasions. Um, his contract is also running out in the summer. Probably going to be leaving for free, which is disastrous considering we paid 90 million for him uh 290 grand a week for paul pogba uh and again his wages are a bit of a problem if i mean he has been offered a new contract um i think the offer was 300 grand a week but it's getting to that situation now with pogba where okay he's going to be 29 soon is it going to work out from a manchester united Sometimes has, sometimes hasn't. It's been a bit of a roller coaster. I would love Paul Pogba to stay and to fit properly into a like fully fledged Ralph Ragnick system with like a good CDM and like a Bruno or a Van der Beek in midfield as well. I think that's ultimately what we need to do with the midfield is have like a Pogba Bruno midfield switching out with Van der Beek and then having a really good CDM next to them. So not Fred McTominay. And then obviously not Matic because his legs are, are, are sort of going. That's probably what we should be doing with the midfield. But Pogba's probably going to be leaving, so uh, we're going to have we're going to have a struggle replacing Pogba, I think. Uh, but 290 grand a week for Paul Pogba. Then we jump up quite a bit, and I mean quite a bit. Uh, Rafael Varane, who's recently signed, I think he's been good. I don't don't think he's like set the world on fire, and I don't think he's been a disaster. It's been a bit chop and change this season. We're switching out the centre backs, and you know Maguire getting injured, Lindelof not being good, Mengi making a few appearances, Jones being absent for two years, him not working well at all with Maguire, uh, Eric Bailey being in and out of the team. It's been a bit chop and change this season with the defence. Rafael Varane, three hundred and forty grand a week. That's a lot of money, isn't it? It's a lot of money. Um, I'd say in terms of minutes, we certainly got our money's worth out of him. In terms of value, we kind of have. Again, he hasn't really had like a great run in the team in terms of consistency. He's had a few injuries here and there. He's not quite consistently played with a defensive partner. There's question marks as to whether Maguire should even be that defensive partner. I'd love to see him paired up at the back with Eric Bailey. I don't have we actually tried that ever before? I don't think that we have. I think that's like the only centre back pairing we haven't tried. Apart from like Jones and Bailey and Mengi and Bailey and then Jones and Mengi. But everyone else we've pretty much tried like Varan, Lindelof, Maguire Varan, you know um, Lindelof, Maguire, those sorts of combinations, uh, Maguire and Bailey, we've tried, but I don't think that we've tried Varane and Bailey, but I think that's the key one, um, so, as under a bit of that money, I would say, again, that's just such an, a lot of money, um, for a human being to earn, <laughs> for doing anything really, um, but 340 grand a week for Rafael Varane, then we go on to the other new signing, um, Jaden Sancho, who I think has been great so far this season. I mean, first couple of games, there's an adjustment period, certainly, from the Bundesliga in Germany to the Premier League in England. He has played in the Premier League before for Manchester City, but that was a while ago. He's got a new set of Bundesliga, he's come over here to the UK in the Premier League. There's going to be an adjustment period. He's got to settle himself into the team. He's being played out of position at certain points on the left-hand side. But when he's shone this season, he's really, really shined in my opinion. And um, 
I really look forward to seeing Sancho on the team sheet. I look forward to seeing him play. Look forward to seeing what he's going to do. So I think he's been one of our better players this season. Uh, 350 grand a week. Um, again, in terms of minutes, I mean, he's not been used actually quite as much as I thought at certain points because we've used like the Greenwood, Rashford, uh, combination a couple of times. And if we remember the first three games of the season, those first two games of the season, Dan James actually started both those games. So, uh, did we have Sancho at that point? Yeah, we did have Sancho at that point, but but we didn't have Ronaldo because Ronaldo and Dan James weren't in the same team because it was yeah James left and then Ronaldo joined. Uh, but Sancho was in by the by the start of the season. Um, but yeah, in terms of minutes, you've not quite got an everything out of him that you can, but plenty of starts I think. Um, but uh, as much regular first team as possible is needed. Uh, in terms of performance, you've gotten a good amount out of that um it's just a case of him just spending more time on the pitch and seeing more value from that uh then we jump up even more david de gea um of course i i think we've gotten our money's worth out of certainly this season i think if it wasn't for his performances we'd probably be in the bottom half of the table not relegation zone but we'd possibly be around where Leeds were right now which was about 15th i think um, if it wasn't for De Gea, we would have lost Sunday's game. We would have lost Newcastle game. We would have lost several other games basically this season if it wasn't for De Gea. Three hundred and seventy-five grand a week. Uh, it's quite a lot of money. It is quite a lot of money, but he does. Uh, in terms of minutes, you're getting the best value out of him. In terms of performance, you're getting the best value out of him. Uh, but it's a problem. It's still, the, the the wages here. That's David De Gea. Then we jump up even more money. Here's the last player, Cristiano Ronaldo, the top earner. I don't know if he's the top earner in the Premier League, but this is a lot of money that I'm about to read out. Um, in terms of uh, money value, I think you've somewhat got your money's worth. He scored a lot of goals. Um performances at times have had certain question marks not the same question marks that have been posed by the british media of like oh why doesn't ronaldo press for well, because he's a 36 year old player um you know why isn't he doing more why isn't he getting more involved i'm sorry but when you're in a team where you've got okay you've got your portuguese friend next to you who you play regularly with bruno fernandez you've got him behind you in the team like next to you as the number 10 but when you've regularly got a, got a team of Fred McTominay in your midfield, and then you've got players like Lindelof, Maguire in your team as sort of the spine of your team, the middle part, you're going to struggle to get the ball to somebody like Ronaldo because when we play the ball out from the back, from De Gea to Lindelof, Maguire to one of the wide players like Shaw or Wambasaka, and then we play the ball to Fred McTominay. Ronaldo's at the other end of the pitch waiting to be given service as a striker. So when you've got a midfielder, Fred and McTominay, which is our regular choice in midfield, Ronaldo's going to struggle to thrive in that environment. Whereas before, for Real Madrid, he had the likes of Casemiro, Modric and Cruz. And then, I don't really know Juventus' midfield, but they have people like Dybala, 
Uh, Kadira was there for a time. Um, was Matuidi there? I can't really think of Juventus' midfield, but uh, Real Madrid's midfield, obviously, he thrived under at uh, Real Madrid. Casemiro, Modric and Cruz. You're going to be getting better service with that. And then you're playing with the likes of Benzema and then uh, Gareth Bale. I almost said Christian Bale, but Gareth Bale. Um, so it's a better system, it's a better team. And plus, this isn't any like offence to Ralph Ragnick. Um, and of course, you know, also he had Varane in that team as well, uh, the, the Real Madrid team. Um, it was also managed by Zidane. So you got that going on as well. So when you've got a team that started with like Ole and Fred and McTominay as opposed to Zidane, Casemiro, Modric, Cruz. Get a bit of a difference there, don't you? Uh, Ronaldo is on £510,000 a week. five hundred and ten grand a week. That's a lot of money. That is a lot of money. It's half a million a week. Um, yeah. Uh, I think you can get the picture from all this. Our wages are ridiculous. I've read in places before that we've got the third highest wage bill in Europe. Not in the world because China pays a lot of money to their players. Like giving Oscar £600,000 a week. Obviously that's different currency, that kind of thing. But still, um, China and America is where you can earn like big money. Like even bigger money than this, I think. Um... But we've got the third highest wage bill in Europe. And uh, it's bad. And when you look at like, oh, why haven't we sold Phil Jones? Why haven't we sold Juan Mata? Why haven't we sold um, Anthony Martial? Why haven't we moved on um, players like uh, Manu Matic? Why do we still have... Well, McTominay is not really an issue so much as Fred as well. Because obviously their wages are a bit smaller. Why haven't we moved on the likes of Fred... Uh, who's on 120 grand a week? It's because of these wages. Teams don't want to be paying these wages to players that have underperformed at their teams. Because I'm sorry, but who, for Phil Jones as an example, any team that's going to be looking at him, two year of an injury record, a very bad injury record before that, 75 grand a week. If you're a team that's looking for new players to buy and you think, oh, we need a centre back. Let's look at Man United. Phil Jones. Okay. Used to be good. Picked up an injury track record. How much is he on? Ooh, 75 grand a week. Now nah, we'll, we'll look for somebody else. We'll look for somebody that might be on bigger wages. But might be a much better player. And might be not injured so much. You know. Um, and then you look at somebody like Juan Mata. Where's he gone? One matter who is what thirty three years of age. Uh if a team's looking like, oh, you know, can we get an older somewhat obviously very experienced attacking midfielder? Look at Man United. One matter, he's good. He's he's played some very, very good football in the past. Oh, hundred and sixty grand a week. You know, you see where I'm 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 going with this? It's it's such a huge problem. Um and when you've got somebody like Paul Pogba as well, who okay, transfer fee ninety million, wages two hundred and ninety grand a week, somewhat of a a sparse injury record, but not the best injury record. Was injured at the moment. 
uh, and his agent as well. You got to remember who's uh, like got the agents here. Amina Royola, who is Paul Pogba's agent, is one of the worst in football. A team would know that okay, if we're going to sign Paul Pogba, not only is he okay, he's twenty nine, getting somewhat still very much in his prime, but he'll be thirty in just over a year. Uh, 290 grand a week, approaching 29 years old, uh, and has a terrible agent, and his transfer fee is very, very high. Are you going to want to do that? Or are you going to want to look, if you're like a Real Madrid, a PSG, Juventus, are you going to want to look at that and think, oh, his contract is running out in the summer? So we can cut down on a lot of the money that we spend by not paying a transfer fee. And when his contract runs out at Manchester United, we can just pay his wages, pay an agent fee, um, and get the player for cheaper, basically. Um, you still got to maybe deal with me and Areola, but, you know, there you go. Again, it's, it, it, it's too much of a problem in this team, the wage structure, the wage bill. Um, some players are earning it a bit more than others in terms of performance, minutes, those sorts of things. But you've got to look at, like, Van der Beek. Why are we paying him 120 grand a week to put him on the bench? Why? Why are we not giving him a run of games? Because the minimum that you can do is give Van der Beek a run of 5 to 10 games. Then if he's not good enough, then you can go, okay, we can move on from there. But this question of like, oh, is he good enough? Is he not good enough? Well, we won't know until he gets a run of games. What we've seen of him sparsely here and there, he's looked fantastic. But just gets put back on the bench and gets paid 120 grand a week. What's that about? You know. Um, it's got a amount here. Tw uh, 2021 payroll totals. I'm not sure if this is, I think this is for the whole year. Because it does have an... An I didn't bother reading out the annual salary. Because uh, it's got some of those. So I think this is the annual the annual salary that we paid in 2021. And it says here... Um, EPL salary cap max um, zero. Total salaries 227,655,000. That's how much we're paying... Um, uh, per year for that for the, for the wages uh, it says here as well transactions Christian, so it's got some recent transactions here I want to click on view more actually because I want to dig into this for a few minutes here uh, so it's got I'll, I'll go from newest transaction to oldest uh, Cristiano Ronaldo uh, signed a two year contract from Real Madrid um, from Real Madrid to Man United. No, that's not right. He signed from uh, Juventus. Anyway, um, we signed Varane from Real Madrid. Yeah, not not Ronaldo. We signed him from Juventus. Um, for a uh, seventeen million fee. Uh, Rafael Varane signed a four-year contract uh, by transfer from Real Madrid to Manchester United. Uh, Tom Heaton, um, these are all in the in the summer transfer. Signed a two-year contract transfer from Aston Villa to Manchester United. Jaden Sancho signed a five-year, ninety-one million contract by transfer from Dortmund to Manchester United for a ninety-three million pound fee. Eric Bailly uh, signed a four-year, 
Um, 16 million contract extension with Manchester United. It's interesting because there's been some talk that he's going to um, AC Milan. So he, he said that he's interested in going to AC Milan. But we in the summer, so it says May 11th, 2021, uh, said he signed a four-year contract extension. 23rd of February, 2021, uh, Mason Greenwood signed a five-year, 19 million pound contract extension. Uh, transfer January um, Ahmed Diallo from Atalanta it doesn't say how long the contract is Alex Tellez 4 year deal Palestri 5 year deal Cavani 1 year deal Van der Beek 5 year contra- deal which has had 2 years used up so he's still got 3 years left on his contract Dean Anderson signed a 5 year contract extension in 2020 uh, Brandon Williams signed a four-year contract extension. Nemanja Matic signed a three-year contract extension. Scott McTominay signed a five-year contract extension. Those were all in 2020. Um, it's got some more stuff here. But um, this website is called Sp- Spot Track. So they've tried to combine the words um, spot and tr- and track. So spotrac.com. If you just type into Google Man United wages, you can have a look at all this uh all this stuff if you want to um i just want to check um what was dan james on whoops daniel james uh signed a five-year contract wow he signed a five-year contract in 2019 and we got rid of him after two years uh signed a five-year contract by transfer from swansea city to Manchester United for 19 million. Um, oh, here's the Jones thing. This was something I was actually looking for. I'll just read out two more of these. Uh, Phil Jones signed a four-year contract ex- contract extension. This is in February 2019 uh, with Manchester United. So that's almost up, actually. Uh, Anthony Martial signed a six-year um, contract extension. Uh, that was in January 31st, 2019. I just want to go back. Um, because I can change the year. I just want to see what Dan James was on. Uh, so if I look for the 2019 season, that's when he signed. Igalo. Oh, Igalo was on, yeah, he was on 100 grand. Igalo. Marcus Rojo, 80 grand. Uh, has he gone? He's not on there for some reason. Oh, there he is. Uh, Daniel James, he was 21 when we signed him. And he was on 45 grand a week. So not that much compared to some of the other players that are, like, failing. Um, Pereira's on 30 grand. He's on loan currently. Uh, Fossi Mensah, who left the club, was on 15 grand. McTominay, back in 2019, was on 10 grand. Uh, Twanzebi's on 50. He's on loan, of course, at the moment. Uh, yeah. Alright, that's that's all that stuff I wanted to read out. I went on a bit longer than what I thought I was going to, but, um, yeah, wages are a huge problem at Manchester United. That's the bottom line, really. Uh, a huge, huge problem. Um, and we need to offload some of those players. So, anyway, what do you think of this? Are you surprised? Are you not surprised at some of the wages? What do you think of some of the contract extensions? Who do you think needs to go? And all that kind of stuff. Uh, let me know, Matthew with EntertainmentTalk.org. Twitter eTalk UK does contact page and information in your show notes. Let me know what you think. Uh, you can also, if you're listening on the website version of this episode, you can scroll down a little bit, be game e- email box. You can put your email and your message in there. That gets sent to me as well. Um, 
And you can also use the clickable email name in the show notes as well. So let me know what you think. In the meantime, you can find everything else that we do on entertainmenttalk.org, TV, video games, films, Manchester United podcasts. So take a look out for all those. If you want to support Entertainment Talk in the podcast, you can check out more of the work that we've done over on entertainmenttalk.org and on podcast platforms. Um, you can, yeah, uh, you can uh, listen to, more, to some more episodes that we've done. You can also use word of mouth and social media. Uh, let other people know about what we do and where they can find it. So tell them about the places I just mentioned to find our content and they can have a listen to it. Uh, Patreon, $1, $3 level tiers, add free podcast review options. Take a look at that as well if you'd like to. Uh, if you want your TV and your film news and the Geek Town Radio uh, results, um, sorry, not the Geek Town Radio results, the Geek Town Awards results from the Geek Town Radio episode, that's the last week's episode, which posted on Tuesday. Uh, check out TV and film news, geektown.co.uk and Geek Town Radio. Um, check out last week's Geek Town Radio episode to see what won what in the Geek Town Awards for last year. Uh, Bex is still streaming very regularly, basically daily over on Twitch. Uh, Trista, B-Y-T-E-S, go and give her a follow. She's doing lots and lots of good work, does lots of good charity work, all that kind of stuff. Uh, lots of positive work as well, so go and check out what she's done. You can also follow me on Twitch as well, eTalk UK. I'll be back very soon with my uh, PES 2020 coach mode, so you can see what I would like to do with the Manchester United team. Uh, you can follow me on Twitch, eTalk UK, for those different streams. And if you miss any of those streams or the little call of duty clips that i put onto youtube i've got a few new ones to put on there actually as well look out for those entertainment talk plays over on youtube thanks for listening and i guess i'll see you all wednesday for the brentford game and then saturday for the west ham game i believe those are the next two uh we've got atletico madrid next month good luck with that uh, all right i'll see you all for next time which will probably be wednesday for that episode i'll see you then goodbye Thanks for listening. Goodbye.